We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony, and we are two gentlemen who have made bad life choices. Episode 16. Tommy's not with us, and Cal's not with us today. It's just me and Anthony. And how are you, Anthony? Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, poor old Tommy. He's um, he's been like old Davy Fafita this year. He just can't seem <laughs> to stay on the paddock. The poor bloke. I think it's COVID or something this week. So. Um, but no, I've been pretty good um, other than footy. If you ignore that, um, I've, I've gotten over the flu and uh, feeling a little bit better than I have in the last couple of weeks. So um, probably by the sounds of it, doing better than you're doing though. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, just, you know, try and be productive and uh, yeah, my car shits itself. And um, yeah, no, I've, got to go, I've got to find a way to get the buddy worthwhile on tomorrow but yeah anyway um moral of the story is don't go to the gym <laughs> message to all the viewers out there don't yeah. about it, don't be silly <laughs> yeah uh, just catching uh, L's just catching L's left right and center like if it's not footy it's life or it's me car or it's just oh just gotta awesome. just wanted to fucking stop <laughs> Yeah, well, the team's broken down too. They've been broken down for about four weeks. So, uh, been broken down for about say, twelve years, mate. Yeah, hey, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I, I believe every week I have that little sneaky thing in the back of the mind. Oh, they're gonna get it done, and uh, yeah, it quickly fades. Ah, absolutely, I just don't know what to do. Like. That was that, yeah. It's just, it's just worst loss of the year after worst loss of the year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It seems to, it seems to be that way. It's every week you think, oh, they can't top it. They might show a bit of improvement. And then, no, nah, it just seems to go from, from bad to worse. So, um, no, it's, you know, you go back 12 months ago where we're putting 40 on the Cowboys and um, beat them twice last year. And I think we, yeah, went one and one with the Broncos. So it was sort of, yeah, Queensland champions. And then you fast forward um, and Cows have now put, what, 30 points on us twice this year. And Bronx with the big comeback. And now we play them again in a few weeks' time. So, ah, oh, it's shit. Especially the Queensland teams. They're the ones you love to beat. Yeah. It's even worse when you look at the latter two and, they're, they're what they're um fourth third and fourth yeah and we're 13 14 like yeah i think we've dropped to 15th now it's fucking oh it's scary you know I, I read a lot of things and people are like oh the bulldogs have got that wooden spoon sewn up but 
fuck, they're only one win behind us, and I'm pretty sure their differential isn't that much worse than ours. Like, I oh, know they've they've got fifty odd, fifty two points on us in differential. It is. Oh right, oh good. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was thinking, yeah, with how the scores we've had put on us, but I suppose those um close games earlier in the year helped us there, but. Yeah, you think, oh, I don't know. It's and, and you know, the you look at the Warriors and the Tigers and think, bloody hell, how bad are they going at the moment? But you know, they're only they're, they're still a win ahead of us. And um, at the moment, I just I, I can't see, I can't predict where we'll win our next game. Obviously, we'll we'll probably win one somewhere, but I couldn't confidently, you know, if I was a betting man, I couldn't confidently put money on where it's going to come. No. Um, but yeah, no, just uh, talking about those two teams though, buddy. Um, I wonder if Holbrook's getting a bit nervous. Um, supposedly, NRL 360 reckons Maguire's Gornski. Yeah, buddy. And, uh, um, Nathan Brown. Yeah, he's just, he's done the old, oh, you can't fire me because I quit. <laughs> yeah, he's getting ahead of him. Yeah. That, that's, that's big ball energy right there. Yeah, I mean, and that's, like what's that? One, two, three. One, two. Like that's it, four of the bottom five, and and with Holbrook, with the, with the axe holding over, you know, hanging over Holbrook's head. So yeah, um, it doesn't look well, especially like all the promise that was at the start of the year. You know what? Have you like where's it gone wrong? Yeah, uh, exactly. Where- What's happened? Like, uh, even I, I, you know, I could buy the old, you know, inexperience, and I know we invested in youth and it could have backfired, but I got to be honest, I, I don't think I saw it backfiring this heavily. Like, I could have maybe, oh, you know, missed the eight and sort of sitting around 13th or something. I could have said, oh, well, I guess, you know, that makes sense, but I could have never seen this 15th after, you know, over halfway of the season gone it's yeah three wins into the year like yeah and and what did they say on channel nine i think yeah we've only won one of our last nine like oh it's just and that was a golden point like we could be sitting on a nine game losing streak yeah yeah that's true yeah it was a lucky straight past the tigers so oh i don't know it's yeah it's just I, i didn't expect us to be this bad and I think what makes it worse is, you know, like you look at the doggies or, you know, the Titans sides of years gone by, that 2019 sort of year, like we were we were shithouse like the whole 80 minutes and the whole season, whereas, you know, like the Broncos game and even against the Cowboys and other games this year, like we've come out firing. Toby Sexton's getting repeat sets, you know, the boys are up in their face hitting heavy, they got a couple of early tries. Actually looking like, you know, nearly a near first half. Yeah, looking like a actual, you know, top four side, top eight side. But then, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think, like we said last week, it's just once that momentum shifts, they just don't have the the know-how or the, it seems like, the guts at time to turn that momentum back in our favour. It's really only, you know, the other team letting the foot off the pedal a bit or making a few errors. But, yeah, that's what I think makes it even more frustrating than just a normal 
shitty season where, you know, you look at the side and you think, well, you know, it's on paper not a good side and that that's translating on the field. Like, they're actually showing they have it in there somewhere deep inside, but it just, yeah, it gets lost. So I think that, that adds to the anger that we should be sitting at least a few rungs higher than we are. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that has to do too with um, some of the coaching staff. Like yeah. Jimmy Dimmick's been there for three years and, and the defence has not improved one single bit. Yeah. Like we're still statistically the worst defensive side in the comp and we have been ever since he's been there. Well, I can't remember like the last time, probably 2016, that I'm actually confident in our defence to, you know, hold strong and actually have a little bit of enthusiasm and, and sort of hardness to it. Like, uh, what the hell is Jim Dimmick doing? Like, this is a guy who's a, you know, is a hard-ass player and, he, he, you know, he yells and screams and does all that. But it's, it's like you said, it hasn't translated. For three years, we've been, at least three years, we've been just dreadful in that area. So... By the sounds of it, the, the poor old dogs, if their news can't get worse, they might be picking him back up as an assistant. So, Please. Uh, yeah. Oh, as we said last week, we'll drive him there. We'll um, get those <laughs> yeah. fast tickets to Belmore. So, so mate, I'll, I'll chip in some Uber. Oh, buddy, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give half my wage. So, um, but yeah, I don't, and, you know, Holbrook. I don't know. It's hard to get a read. Like, sometimes I think, oh, this bloke's clearly not up to it. Like, you know, it, in all reality, like, it's his side and he hasn't made much improvement. But then you think, well, he's similar to the the actual team on the field. Like, he has patches where he'll go on winning a little winning streak and you think the side, you know, he's, he's really improving the side. But... Oh, I don't know, you know, make of it what you will. Uh, listening to the um, start of the Cowboys game on the radio, coming home and um, Ben Dobbin, the, the Broncos legend, Ben Dobbin, um, <laughs> he supposedly said there was a Titans player, spoke to him after the Broncos game and said that Holbrook's sort of too soft of a coach and he just, he's a really nice guy, but he doesn't really know how to fire up and, you know, when the team's going shit house, he doesn't know how to, you know, yell and scream and actually... Yeah, get the bellies. Yeah, yeah. So that's... And, you know, a few of the... I think it was um, when Wendell Saylor said he was sort of like that in the juniors. He was coaching some juniors as well. He sort of... He's a nice sort of friendly, friendly coach, which, you know, helps at times, but... You know, if that if that's accurate, maybe that's doesn't. Oh, well, work you can sort of see it too, it. mate. Like that, it, it flows through, doesn't it? Because yeah, if he's hard and tough on the boys, then they're going to be hard and tough on the field. And if he's just soft and friendly, and yeah, you know, you tried your best, well then they're like, oh, well, we tried our best. Yeah, that's right. And look at like the top four coaches, maybe even the top eight coaches. Most of them, besides probably Kevy Walters, like. They're all, you know, Holbrook comes into a press conference after getting 30 put on him and he's still sort of 
smiling and joking around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably it's changed the last couple of weeks. I think he's feeling the heat. But, yeah, the other coaches, you know, they just – they're there to be a coach, you know. you you got to treat the players sort of a little bit friendly, but it, it, it does seem like he's, you know, sort of, yeah, one of those chummy blokes. He maybe doesn't want to upset the players with criticism. So I could mm-hmm. be off the mark, but as you said, Matty, I think – sort of translates on the field what we're seeing and that seems to be the general consensus. So uh... another, another glaring sort of thing that's going on too is just the lack of presence from Mal Meninga. Like when things were going well at the end of um, 20, uh, at the end of 2020 and in throughout last year, Mal was everywhere, like singing the praise of his, his work. Yeah. And now that we're a dumpster fire, he's just completely AWOL. Like, yeah. Like, where the fuck is this is this is essentially your team. Yep. Yep. You're the head of football operations. Yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't like you said, it was no more than 12 months ago. It was taking, you know, taking the uh the gratitude and the the round of applause for the side that he'd put together and you know help get for feeder and these sort of guys, but yeah, now I have not heard a word from him in no. all. He hasn't even been on like Super Saturday or anything, and he was on there every other week. Yep, yep. And yeah, he's moved to Canberra, and oh, like, you know, if you're that invested in the team, you'd be, you know, flying up to training sessions, and you know, you're a freaking like, you're an immortal of a player. Like, people are gonna listen to you. Yeah, you know, I I remember last year I'd always see him in the sheds and at training. Yeah. You know, after a bad loss, he'd be there. And yeah, this year it just seems like he doesn't care, or you, you wouldn't even know he has a job with the club. So no, that that's exactly yeah, it's exactly my point. Like, yeah. and there's like there's no um, there's there's no um sort of rumors or anything like that of who we're in, who we're invested in or who we're interested in or who we're invested in or or anything and it's you know that's just because like there's no there's no mal talk there's no like oh the titans need a hooker so you know there's rumors that they're talking to matt parcel or bloody you know they're trying to sneak um marnie away from the dogs because his contract hasn't been registered or you know whatever like yeah it's just well, what are we doing yeah, it looks like he's throwing the tail in too. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what sort of contract he's got left or anything like that. But I don't, yeah, I don't really see why we would go any further. Um, like I said, it's clear he, he lives in Canberra again and, yeah, he seems to be invested there. So I don't know. I don't know what the the deal is. Uh, you know, maybe we need to look, look at someone else, maybe an ex-Titans player, you know, like, yeah, Buddy Rogers or who knows, like just get one of those boys, Nathan, friend, someone to sort of, you know, be there and have a bit of pull, I guess. But um, you'd think Mal would be that guy. He seems to have, you know, as you said a year ago, all the articles was, you know, Mal was in their ear talking and trying to get him to the club. And he would be a good guy for it. But if he doesn't want to do it with, Guess we've got to find someone someone else. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third.
Okay, moving on to the recap. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the North Queensland Cowboys, 32 points to six, down there at Seabus Soup Stadium in front of 10,334 miserable folks. The 32 points for the Cowboys come through. Lukey with a try to Luggy. Hamaf had a double. Robson and Hiku all with tries. Scott Drinkwater, four from six. Tobes with a with a try in the 15th minute. Jermaine Osako with a conversion, and, and that is it. Mate, I just remember watching this, and it, like it's the same old story. It's just predictable as fuck. Like play good for the first opening stanza, control the ball, get some repeat sets, um, and then score a try, and then done. That's it. Shit, shit the bed after that. Yeah, yeah. We literally play like it's you know the old last try wins. You'd scream on the school over at lunchtime like you, you can't just score one try and then just go to sleep and think that's game over. Like oh, exactly exactly what I said earlier. Like you said, Toby gets repeat sets. You know we're looking slick forwards are actually giving a damn, you know, tackles aren't too bad. And then, yeah, score a try. And I think we followed it up with a couple of errors or I think Toby or AJ might have kicked it out on the full one of them too. Yeah, Toby did, yeah. Toby, yeah. And after that, I think, yeah, we gave away a, six, a couple of six agains and just gave Cowboys too much ball. And from there, that was all she wrote and... Yeah, as we spoke about off camera, once Lukey scored it, we both knew it was over. So, oh, just as you said, frustrating that first twenty minutes. You know, that's a that's a top eight quality team, and then after that, you know, just scraping into the top fifteen. So, um, but yeah, I just you know, I think missed Tino big time. Obviously, the the poor bastard having to watch on the sidelines. While all the other Queensland boys giggling, yeah, that was just brutal. The poor fella, oh. like they're all having, a, they're all yucking it up and having a great old time. And poor old Tino, there's just like depressed. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, you could have just played that like, for eighty minutes for uh, the poor man, that was And the poor fella, he knew the camera was on him too, so he just had to be stoic. He couldn't like show emotion or anything. He just, he just had to sat there, sit there, and just, and just wear it. Yeah. Yeah, I love how the Titans did the little edit on the Instagram and Facebook. Had like a thirty-second clip of him like smiling and you know geeing up the boys. And I'm thinking like, be realistic. <laughs> the poor fellow was nearly in tears for you know yeah. the other seventy-nine minutes, thirty seconds. Like, it didn't help that buddy. Was it Cotter was just yucking it up right next to him like oh. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Valentine was in front yeah. of him and oh just you know I felt bad enough watching it at home let alone yeah surrounded by that so oh we missed his punch big time and you know scary when you have to say that about a, a 22 year old bloke that you know if he's not there you've got no leadership and no sort of enthusiasm so um yeah. And the, there's a little rumour going around that Dave Fafita left the grounds with, like, 15 minutes to go. Yeah, mm. yep. That's the word on the street. So, you know, I think I did the same from my lounge room, but I, I don't, 
I don't know about oh, yeah. a boat getting paid. Uh, I, I, yeah, I started watching Pam and Tommy, mate. That was <laughs> yeah, a bit of a bit of a. Oh, the missus was watching that a couple of months ago, and I think oh, the first couple of episodes are a bit bit how you go. Disney? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my old fucking old mate's talking to his dick on Disney. Yeah. Oh, I come into the room and she's watching. I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Like. Uh, you know, my chance here. What are we watching? But, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, no, it's it definitely would have been better viewing than that game. It's just, oh, just you know, missing how many or five or six they were missing, and I, I knew that was gonna make no difference. You know, uh, it's just so predictable at the moment, and like we've said it in the in the in the um, in the first segment, like just. Just the lack of um, the lack of just starch and 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 uh, I just don't like. There's no there's just no willingness to to roll the sleeves up and do the hard, like do the dirty work like get in there and just defend like you know put your body on the line and just defend and defend and defend and just do the hard work like it's indicative of. You know the, the Broncos, the Broncos loss as well. Like when they they do the short kickoff, or they, you know, it's just, they they just don't want to do the hard yards. They just want to take the easy option at every single at every single opportunity. Yeah. And and I really thought we turned a corner when when we played that when we did the Dragons game, and you know they they were willing to just be patient and put the ball in the in goal and just get repeat set and repeat set and just and just you know and just play footy and just play the grind game. And I thought, oh, you know, maybe that maybe, maybe it's starting to click for them. Yeah. No. No. They've just gone back to the bad old days and, I mean, and Justin's like, he's got no idea. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. in the press conference. He's got no idea how to change it. No. Yes. And it's worrying, like... It is. It is when you know none of us have answers, and the coach don't have answers. I think the players don't. I mean, I've got, I've got some answers. And I reckon you know, like you fucking learn how to defend for starters. Yeah. Get back to basics. Like just spend three weeks on fucking tackling and fucking working the boys. And as soon as that someone, if they don't get back to their line and get back their ten meters before they that tackle bag again, the whole fucking crew is running laps. And you just keep doing that, or they're doing suicides. Like you just keep working them into the bone and work them and work them and work them as a team until they figure it out. But hey, maybe we need to work as a team to fucking get this shit done so we can fucking move on and start doing ball work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. You said it last week too. Like the old, you know, boot camp sessions or, you know, just absolutely working them to death in the preseason. Like, you know, one of these teams, they, yeah, supposedly ran up and down Castle Hill, just tackled their asses off. Supposedly, all the players have said all preseason, and look at them. You know, they're second or third on the ladder after being predicted for a wooden spoon. Whereas, you know, I said it last week. Like every time I look at the bloody training footage, we're we're passing the ball or doing yeah. ball work. Like, we don't need to. It's probably too late now. Like, this is stuff you got to do in the preseason, you know, flogging them to death in the heat and making them run up hills. And But... Like, like they, if, they're, if they're not doing grub and step challenges, like, 
Yeah. Uh, I just don't get it. Or even, even down at Main Beach, just doing sand dune runs. Yeah, exactly. But a lot of, lot of places on the Gold Coast to do that sort of stuff. So, oh, I don't know. It's just, yeah, that uh, definitely got to do it this preseason. You know, there's no point working on our attack or our ball work. We just need to learn how to friggin' defend. Yeah. yeah. And work as a team. Yeah. Like, that's all they need to do. There's so many guys there trying to do individual shit. Yep. Yeah, because shit's going bad. So they all turn, they, like, when shit goes bad, you, you need to get together even more. Like, you need to come together as a group even more. And the, the worse it gets, the more you need to come together. But they're, they're doing the opposite. The worse it's getting, the more they're trying to be individuals. Yep. Trying to, trying to spark the team. And it's, it's not working. No, nah, 100%. That's it. It's, you know, as you said, it just looks like one guy, whether it's JC or AJ or whatnot. It's just one guy trying to drag us out of the trenches when the when that you know momentum shift happens. But as you said, it'd be one hundred and ten percent better if you just you know have to all work together, get ripped in, and you know that'll be easier to turn the tide rather than yeah one guy trying to do it all. So. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, our bench is a real concern. It's a massive problem. Like I'll just grab up the stats here, but we've got like Paddy Herbert made sixteen meters, Tanner Boyd twenty eight, Sam Lasone thirty eight, and then Jolliffe was the most with sixty seven. Like that's shocking for a bench. Yeah. To come on it, especially when you know then the starters weren't sort of dominant either like jared wallace made 70 meters and mo made only 83 like so we just had no punch either from the starting or the bench like but like aaron aaron was probably the best forward oh yeah you know on on the park and that was and he played half the game a hooker and half the game in, in the lot, lot like yep yep 100 and uh, i'm just hoping it's obviously it's a bit weird us doing it before Team List Tuesday, but I'm just hoping that you know, all these articles this week has been about and all the media focus has been how good Aaron was in that middle forward role. Yeah. Just hoping and we'll get to it later, but I'm just hoping we see thirteen Aaron Clark this week. Oh yeah, I mean if uh, yeah, Tino well Tino probably won't be back, so no. Yeah, I mean, like- Exactly. And yeah, either way, I think, yeah, us boys have been screaming for it. Like, just move Tino to the front row. He can just get in, do the pig work. Yeah. Just bust his guts, run the ball. And then Tino can play hooker and you can bring Aaron Booth in for a bit. Yep. Easy you know, into the side. And if Paul Booth Turner at full, fullback. Yep. Yep. There's, that's what I mean. There's changes to be made where there's no excuse, you know, about oh, wanting to keep the continuity of the team or. You know, combination—it's not working. So, this thing uh, sucks. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Are fucking <laughs> terrible. So, um, yeah, obviously, yeah. As I said, we'll get to that in the preview. But there's changes to be made, and um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought Brian Kelly's got to be on nearly his last legs. Like he had three or four errors, I think, from memory, and. Isan Masters, I don't know how the hell he found his way back in the team, but um, yeah. It's just such a strange role to have two centers, like three centers. And I know Isan Masters has been training in the in the in the 
second row, but we've got actual second rowers. Yeah. You know, and, and now with the, the emergence, well, like the realization that that um, Clark can play middle very, very, very efficiently. Yeah. Um, like it, you know, it, it, it sort of it means we can take the pressure off. Like you can play Isaac and 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 um, Mo at the front, and then you can put Jared back on the on the bench. And then you know, only got to pick one one out of Lasani and Jolief, and and then you've got you know. Um, Sam Matt can play can can be the mid the the edge um, rotation if needed. Like he can cover middle edge whatever and 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 then yeah you've got Aaron Clark like yeah exactly that's right it's it's scary how us boys like we've been speaking about this probably like round four round five some of these changes and a bloke that's on what five hundred four hundred five hundred thousand the coach of the side can't see it until. Maybe this week, but maybe not. We might even see Aaron named at nine again. Like, but it just goes back to like what you were saying earlier too, man. Like he's just too soft. He doesn't want to hurt feelings, or he doesn't uh, want to, you know, like. Yep, that's right. He doesn't like, want to upset people, and he, he's yeah. a good attacking coach. That's the thing. Like what he's done to the attack is amazing. Like when oh, it's yeah. on, it's fucking unbeatable. Unbeatable, but yep, like there's more to it than just that. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And that's sort of what I said last week. I'm, I'm worried, you know, Super League coach, that's sort of, obviously he's been in the NRL as an assistant, Holbrook, but it's like, it looks like his time in Super League, like it's just been all attacking footy over there. And that's what sort of we're looking like at the moment. Like there's just no, no defence or grit. So, um, but yeah, I thought, um, I'm just looking at the stats. Shout out to Sam McIntyre, 51 tackles. I didn't even realise um, he did have three misses, I think. But, um, yeah, 51 tackles, that's a good stint for old Sam. So, um, but, yeah, just other than that, as yeah, as I said, no one else yeah. really stuck yet. Jermaine Azarko, I don't know what to do there, like, his goal kicking's a bonus, but those first two Cowboys tries, I think, were from his bad reads, like just flying in off his wing, and obviously that. Might well, then you know that they, they were like, or that was still in the game, and then he just fucking cold drops it. Yeah, like ten minutes out. Like, what the hell was that? I don't even know <sighs> what happened there. It was one of those ones, like the short kickoff. I just sort of looked back up at me TV, and the commentators were screaming. I was. Oh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Neither did I, mate. And it's just, yeah. I mean, uh, like it's just, it's it's just deflating, mate. Like it's the hope that kills you. And and we had a lot of hope this year, and then every week they just keep they just keep chipping away and chipping away and chipping away until you're just like a broken mess. And like, what do you do, like? I don't want to be one of those guys that you know that just that just hate the team nonstop and and no matter what happens, just you know you see them out there on Twitter. Those you know they just no matter what the team does, it's like well you just wait, you just yeah. wait, yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, they're starting to prove this old old mate right, you know. Like, yeah. I don't want you know it's just fucking bullshit. Like, fucking sort it out, man. Like it's not that hard. It's fucking rugby league. Like, yeah. Fucking hard work and fucking. That's that's exactly right. I, I was guilty of it. You know, that, as you said, those people were in the comments saying, oh, like, the Titans are going to fuck this up. Like, 
I was one of the ones I thought, no, no, we, we've turned a corner. Like, yeah, we're making smart decisions and yeah, they proved me wrong big time. So, oh, it's just, that's what I mean. It's just, I've been waiting and waiting, like thinking, oh, you know, we're just in a, in a bad patch, but we'll, we'll hit the strap eventually and string a few wins together and we'll be right. But it's, yeah, around 14 this week, like, yeah, like I would have, and I was right there with you. Like you know, the first five or six rounds of the year, I was like, oh, you know, been a bit unlucky and and yada yada yada. But you know, it come gets to a point where it's not luck anymore. This is who you. This is who we are. Yeah. Yep. And it starts to become habit, which it looks like it has. Like you know, the fades out of games and the the soft underbelly. Like it, it's starting to become something that is just normal and that that's not what you want in the footy side and it can no. quickly you know poison a club so you know you i don't know yeah as we said we've been waiting for it to turn around it just doesn't seem like it at the moment and yeah i i, I don't know when our next win will come but um yeah this one was pretty similar to the cowboys at home game earlier in the year it just we never look like sort of winning after that first 20 minutes. It was just all Cowboys after that. So they're a bloody good side, but it's no yeah. excuse to play. Just, like, the way they just lie down and just let it happen too, like, it's yep. so, so disappointing. And it's just embarrassing. Like, I, like it, I'm getting to the point where I'm embarrassed to tell people I'm a Titans fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're definitely not wearing the merch uptown. The jersey or whatever uptown anymore too proudly like yeah i don't know it's just yeah just defensively not good enough errors with shit house as usual and yeah not much else to say i think yeah nearly it's nearly like a repeat every section um every every week yeah. now this uh yeah <laughs> this review section it's just yeah. the same old same old so Oh, that's that's about the only positive was that yeah, Sammy McIntyre tackles and Aaron Clark actually looking like a not bad thirteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brimo wasn't bad either. Like he he was he was playing all right. He had a few tackle. He had six tackle breaks, an offload, try assist, line break assist, hundred meters run. Um, his kicking game needs a lot of work. Yeah, um, but like. I don't think he was. He was like I thought he. I thought he's playing pretty well, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and and Toby, like his first his first stint was was fine. Like there was nothing wrong with with the way way he played in the in the first half. I don't think like you know he had a few he had a line break and tackle break and and you know four tackle breaks and he's running the ball a bit. Um, you know, well he only had, he had one error and one penalty, but. Like he kicked for 418 meters. I think he still needs to develop his long kicking game, and and um, I, I just wish they would get someone in to, to mentor him a bit, and and you know, and like a, I just got to feel. I just got to wonder, like, how the news of of um, of Kieran Foran is going to affect them. You know, like. Are they thinking that their careers are in jeopardy now? They're playing for the rest of their career for you know for the next two years. Like, what's going on? Because 
the more the more I see this Kieran Foran signing, the more like the more I think about it, the more it just makes absolutely zero sense. Yeah, yeah, especially when yeah Holbrook seems stuck on this AJ and Sexton pairing, which I agree with. I, I think stick with it and you know give it a chance. Uh, yeah, the more as you said, the more the time goes on, I I just think what the hell are we going to do? Like, you know, say Sexton's killing it, which I, I think he is. Like, yeah, outside of the kicking out on the full, like you go back first half against the Broncos before he got injured, he was probably the best man on the field. And then, yeah, against the Cowboys, he yeah, he was doing all he could in that first 20 and he still finished with really good stats. So is it is it wrong to, you know, drop, drop a guy next year like where's he gonna fit in like yeah i can't see him bringing off the bench as a 14 and yeah foreign's definitely not going to be sitting in reserve grade so, unless unless their plan is to, is to push aj out into the centers yeah well i've heard like, that then, then you get and then you get getting him to do another like learn another position that's the like, thing yeah and it would i think it would piss him off too like you know, yeah. do whatever for the team, but you know, being asked to play three positions, and you know, I think each one is, you know, fullback is probably his best position, and then you go five eighty. I I still think he's really good at, but yeah, centre it's probably further away from his best position. Like, oh, I don't know. It's I think he could be an okay centre, but. Like you said, I, I'm just I'm still on the AJ at six is is a good thing. Like I'm still yeah. in that crowd. Like as you said, I see a football. Like it, there was that try blue in the opening ten, yeah. whatever. The poor bugger who basically could have fell over the line, but then again, drink water was coming from the inside. So, um, but yeah, there's there's that footballer in there, but. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think moving him from six would be a good thing at all. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, As you said, I agree. I think him and Sexton were the two best players on the field in that first half for us. Um, yeah, and yeah. I just, yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think. And... Like I agree, I think with with AJ a little bit too because he's still learning the role. There's there's a little bit of um, I've seen it on um, online. There's um, uh, what, what was the phrase? He suffers from um, um, paralysis by. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he suffers from paralysis by like by, by options. Like as soon as he has more than multiple options, he sort yeah. of. He, he suffers from from like trying to do all like if there's three different options he tries to do all three options at once instead of yeah. making the snap decision like like that try was sums it up perfectly like all he had to do was just gap it and he was there like even if like even if he held the ball he's getting he's getting you know held up either on the line or just before the line or he's getting held up over the line at the at the worst case scenario he's getting held up you know yeah. Yeah, and, and it's repeat or, or whatever, and like, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah it looks like a. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trash. 
passionate because you know, as, as I said, I'm I'm a big fan and and I'm liking what I see. I think they got like they've got a big future together and and especially with JC at the back and you know I think that combo was great. You know, JC needs to add some weight to him. You know, he's got a bit of, he's got a bit of the, the Tom Travoyevich about him, but um, he's he's still like he's an attacking weapon and. With when when they're on, like when all three of them are on and the forwards are firing, like we've just spoken about it, like fucking unstoppable. They've just got to learn how to. They've got to learn how to to change gears. Like it's not just all out attack. You know, they've got to go. Okay, this is this is you know the Cowboys are going to be at us for the next ten minutes. This is their ebb. You know, they're going to be flowing. Yeah. When we 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 just got to ride this out. Just defend. Defend, defend. It's only 20 minutes. Defend, repeat set, repeat set, repeat set. And now, you know, get a line break here or kick ourselves out of trouble or force the error. But just just defend, 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 defend. And then when the opportunity comes, make them defend, defend, defend. But they can't. They just, as soon as, as, soon as it turns against them, they shit the bed and they just try and do too much to turn the, to turn the tide and they try and do the flashy thing. They just don't roll the sleeves up. And whether that's got a bit of maturity, whether that's because they're all kids and 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 they just you know they're all like they all they train is the big plays or yada yada like I don't know like yeah it it's it's little things like you know when we play in the Sharks a couple of weeks ago like even Nico Hines he's, he's pretty new to his position but obviously come from a good system like. It's little things like you know a third or fourth tackle kick when you're when you're busting it out of your own half, a fourth tackle kick down to the corner, you know, camp style, you know, everyone chase, let's friggin' you know turn the momentum that way. It it just doesn't happen. It's like you know we're we're stuck in our own end and we're kicking from our thirty or forty. Yeah, every time. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's just no like, I can't remember how many times we were kicking from the 30 or like it was the third tackle and yep. we're still on the 20. Yeah, yep. And it's our backs, you know, busting it and just yep. getting driven back. Like but Corey Thompson, like Corey Thompson with 150 meters, man. Like yeah, yep. And he's the smallest winger we have. Like uh, just I don't know. It's yeah, there's as you said, it comes back to that, you know, not wanting to do the the hard stuff it's trying to take shortcuts or waiting for the other team to to drop the ball a little bit like it's little stuff like that kick to the corners let's get down there bloody let's nail them not give away a freaking penalty let's just nail them in the corner and we're back on top you know we got all the momentum again but i mean in, in, in Toby's defence too, like I, I don't blame him for kicking it down, like for not kicking it downfield on the on the third tackle. They can't fucking tackle. No, you know yeah. what I mean. So what's the point of kicking it down there on the third tackle with when in three tackles you're just going to be back on the thirty anyway? Yeah, yeah. And I was about to say, like, I caught myself thankfully before I said it. Like, I was going to say, you know, and and we need to like look for repeat sets and stuff in this in those second half where we fake a little bit, but. To, yeah, to defend AJ and Toby, like, as you said, we'll kick them from the 30 most times. Like, they yeah. don't get the chances because the forwards just, you know, our bench forwards are weak and our forwards seem to lose their way a bit where they're not getting upfield and giving Toby and AJ a chance to, 
you know, sort of, yeah, get a repeat set when we've just had two tries put on us. Like, there's, uh, there's not much help for those, those fellas. It's, it's such a shame because, yeah, when you're a young kid coming into grade, a halfback or a 5'8", like, you, you need your forwards to be laying the platform, which on paper I thought our forwards were going to do easily this year. Like, that was going to be no problem, but... They have games where they do and games when they don't, but unfortunately, it's about. It's, you know, it's always just like it's just one guy. Like each week, it's just one guy. Like if it's not Tino, then it's Mo, or then you know, like, um, or you know, like it's just be all together. Yeah, it's not like it's not. They don't. They're not playing as a pack. You know, like they're not hunting as a pack. They're not. They're not rolling forward as a pack. It's, it's just. Yeah, I mean, and, and like what's happened to Lusani and, and Jalif, like last year, their impact off the bench was just phenomenal. And, and this year, you can barely even tell they're here. Like, yeah, like I thought Jolif was like one of the most underrated forwards, bench forwards in the comp last year at times. And, you know, Lusani, even in the trial against the Bronx this year, like he, he looked like, you know, he could have been a perfect 13 almost like yeah. the ball plan and his you know, run off the back fence. But yeah, it's just this year. And I know they're sort of coming on when the tides already sort of starting to turn a bit, but yeah, that, that's up to your bench forwards to try and lift and try and turn. And that's why I think like putting Clark at 13 and moving Isaac back to the front row, yeah. you can bring Jared back to the bench Yep. And and you've got that you've got that impact like yeah he's he, he's a he, like he's not a starting he's not an 80 minute player anymore like he's he's done like he, he's good for 30 max and you bring him on for you know that that last 15 in the first half try and either keep the momentum or change the momentum back and then you can, he can assert his dominance at, at the start of the second half and then you bring it you starting forwards on like I don't know it's just, I don't know. It just seems so easy. Yeah. Yep. That's right. It's oh, it's just roll the dice. You know, just make some changes somewhere, and oh, you know, mightn't mightn't change the world, but it, it's hell of. Well, I mean, it's not going to go any worse. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. We can't go backwards, pretty much. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just oh, glad to just forget this one and. As you said, just go numb to it a bit. Mate, yeah, mate. I'm forgetting so many games. I'm fucking worried I've got amnesia. Yeah, I'm with you. I must be going through the uh, through the fan base at the moment. Oh, mate. I haven't even, I haven't even checked. Like, I don't check Facebook. I don't have Facebook. So I can I just imagine what the Facebook group is like. It'll oh, just yeah. be, it'll, it'll be a suicide fest. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mix of, yeah, yeah, yeah. People just like, you know, done supporting the club. And then there's the mix of, you know, oh, come on, guys. Like every You're not a real fan. Yeah, you're not a real fan. Every club goes through a rough patch. Just stick with them. They're going to come good. Like, there's just two polar opposites on Facebook. That's all there ever is. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, just, eh, bloody disappointing once again. Sucks to lose. One of these days, they'll shock us. Yeah. Wouldn't hold your breath, that's for sure. You might be. Might but, like, we've had three wins. Like, none of our wins have been, like, 
fuck yeah, that's the Titans we know. Like, yeah. it was like six points against the Warriors, um, two points against the fucking Tigers, and one point against the fucking Dragons. Like, yeah. that's right. I, I, you know, and the scary thing, you, get, you go back to the amnesia, I can't even remember the Dragons win. Like, it was so good. Obviously, I was there live and I loved it. But yeah, it's like those, the, these losses the last few weeks, like, it just, Oh, completely makes you forget about, you know, some good wins. But then again, like you said, that were they really that good a win? Like none of them have been convincing at all. All three have been, you know, sort of marred with a bit of bit of uh yeah, controversy or, you know, just sneaking oh, yeah. home with a with a win. Like none of them have been, you know, oh, we were clearly the better side, you know, we won by thirteen plus and really staked our claim like we're still yet to have a win like that and it's round 14 so yeah it's oh just yep no it's tough at the moment real tough i'm no expert i just love the game but more than that i love the community if you're a fan of rugby league or the nrl you'll love big t's t's Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Okay, moving on to the next game. Round 14, the Gold Coast Titans are taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs down there at Seabus Super Stadium. 3pm kickoff on Saturday. Uh, we don't have team lists, obviously, being the Monday. Um, so we can only assume what we're going to go through. We're probably going to not see Tino unless uh, – or if we do, if they're going to be for limited minutes. So hopefully, as we just sort of touched on before, we get to see Clark play in the middle and and, and move and, and reshuffle the forward pack in the bench a bit. And the, the Paul Turner got pulled from the – from um, Seagulls, wasn't it, on the weekend? So there's a chance yeah. he might be playing in the first grade, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, if, even if he played, like, you know, I know we want to keep AJ at six, but you know, I think he'll slot in at six or, or at one pretty easily. He's been killing it down there. So yeah, um, looking forward to potentially seeing the Paul Turner show. Yep. And um, maybe some Aaron Booth. And look, as we said, man, like, Justin's just got to try shit, man. Like, we can't be anywhere. So just roll the dice and see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. As, you know, if we want to make finals, we've got to win nine from our last 11 or something like that. <laughs> like, it's not happening. So, you know, it, it's worth giving some of these young young guys a go. And as you said, it's not like you're just throwing young kids in there that have genuinely earned it. Like, Paul Turner's been killing it. Um, in Q Cup and, you know, I, I think, you know, just throw him in the one jersey this week. Uh, I think it, it, he's been playing fullback, has he, for the tweet? Or, yeah. yeah, he has, yeah. Yeah, because I knew that. I, I think it was sort of mirroring the he, first grade. Isn't he, and I think his brother's playing in the halves. Right, gotcha. Yeah, I remember reading about that. So, um, yeah, bugger it. Let, let's just bring his brother in too. We'll just bring the whole Turner family in. And um, seagulls in, I think. Yes, that's it. Yeah, may as well give it a go. But um, 
yeah, I think definitely bring bring Paul into the number one and um, Booth's been, you know, the 18th man for about three or four weeks now. So, it, yeah, either start him at nine or, or tenor at nine and then him off the bench, like either one of those I'm happy at. Uh, yeah. Clark at 13 and, as you said, Tino either misses out, give him a bit of a break or... Um, you know, at least play him in, in the front row on limited minutes. Um, and then I think in a perfect world, I'd also love to see like Jojo Fafita maybe replace Paddy Herbert or Brian Kelly, but um, I don't think he'd, he'd pull the trigger on three changes like that in one week. So yeah. we might might have to wait a bit longer for you know, a couple of them changes, but um yeah, definitely those two, Paul Turner and Aaron Booth, would be great to see. And, uh, and just whatever happens, just please, baby Jesus, please, no Kevin Proctor. Well, mate, I've I've heard he's um he's been going to some um, ancient medical treatments to try and get right for the team. So, um, you know, we we might. What's, what's he go- has he been going to the ancient Yayo plant? Has he? And fucking... yeah. <laughs> up up on the mountain or whatnot? Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been doing that. You he's, know, he's just yeah, he's um dusting, he's just dusting himself in in the ancient in the ancient <laughs> ritual of Catania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out! He might be back in thirty-four meters. Off yeah, he might even get himself back in the peak form. Oh, bloody oath! Vintage Kevin Proctor, maybe, but um. Oh, it's just, yeah, I think they said in the injury report, Paddy Herbert's meant to be all right and Corey Thompson's all right. But, yeah, I think Kevin Proctor's not until next week. So let's just hope that's not true. Let's hope there's a bit of a delay in the in the, uh, in the the recovery. It's just a little niggling injury. He has to sit out a, a little while longer. But oh, yeah, his niggling injury is he's old as fuck and he can't play anymore. Yeah, exactly. So let's hope it's a niggling, you know, 13 week injury. He just has to <laughs> sit out a little while longer. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like Phil Sami, uh, NRL.com says this week he's meant to be back. Whether that's true, I'm not sure. The, the injury report didn't say anything about it. So maybe we might have to wait a little bit longer for him to come back. But, um, what do we got? We got uh, the rabbits. Uh, then we got the sharks uh, the following week, and then we've got then it's two weeks until. So then we got what? What's going on there? Oh, this is the origins on the weekend, isn't it? Our final. Oh weekend. yeah, yeah. It must be a Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, yeah. After the sharks, we've got one one game in in three weeks. So. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. You know you. Bunnies haven't been travelling the best, but yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past them to bounce back into good form against us. And then yeah, Sharkies are yeah, they they showed just a couple of weeks ago what they can do to us. So well, it's it's not even you know the the position we're in. There's no easy games, but um, there's definitely no sort of bottom four clashes or anything. Uh, we got we got Newcastle. We got Newcastle after the Sharks. Oh, we do. Oh, good. And then and then doggies in round nineteen. So we got we got uh, bunnies, sharks, knights, 
Broncos, Dogs, and then and then Raiders, Storm, Manly, then St George, Knights, Warriors. Yeah, right. But I mean, you know, <laughs> just going to go on a little bit of a Tommy tangent. There's, um, you know, you, the Bunnies aren't playing well, so you'd, you'd like your chances, even though we're, we're busted. The Sharks is probably a write-off. The Broncos is probably a write-off. Um, you'd like you'd like your chances against the Knights. You'd like your chances against the Dogs. Raiders 50-50, depends on which team turns up. Storm, Manly right off. Dragons, 50-50. Knights, you'd like your chances. Warriors, you'd like your chances. So it's one, two, three, four, five. Maybe, you know, maybe five wins to, 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 to bring us home. And that's that's probably good enough for what, 10th, 10th to 12th. Yeah, which I'd be happy with the way things are going. I'd be happy with 10th, 11th or 12th. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, that it could be, you know, like the doggies in round 19. That could almost be if we aren't playing. Yeah, around, Palooza, that, yeah. that could almost be like the spoon bowl, you know, like. If we're not careful, like because I think they've got para this week, the dogs, but then I think they have the tigers the week after. So they win that one, and then you know we're sort of sitting on the same wins come around nineteen. And bloody hell, it could, it could be a yeah, it could be a big clash for all the wrong reasons. But yeah, it's it it's one of those things. Yeah, as you said, bunnies they're not playing their best. Then again, you know they're still sitting eighth on the ladder, so. Well, you know, we're not playing our best. We're 15th and they're not playing their best and they're still in the top eight. It's just it's yeah. ridiculous sometimes. But definitely a few winnable ones, as you said, um, amongst all of them. So, I don't know. We just just need to, yeah, change some team list and, and hopefully even if we don't win this week, we build a little bit of something for the future weeks against some of these not easier teams, but as you said, ones where we might fancy our chances a bit. Um, so yeah, bunnies. I think yeah. You know, thank God Latrell's not coming back. He's got COVID, so he's, he's out this week. Um, so that, that's it's good he's missing. Um, and then I'm not sure their origin players. What what the goal be there? I, I you know. Love our team, but I don't think Demetrio will, will sort of be rushing them back to play us. I think he might even give a couple of couple of them, uh, you know, the week off. But um, yeah, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Um, yeah, just yeah. another game at home, and can, can we bloody yeah? Can we win a game at home for our poor poor fans like Callum? That <laughs> go every week to poor buggers. Poor cow. It's uh, it's been a long time between drinks, so yeah, do it, do it for Callum. Yeah, absolutely. When when was our last home game? Win Warriors, oh, yeah. no, Tigers, Tigers. Yeah, round, round four. So we we you know we haven't won on the road. I guess you can probably count Suncorp. The magic ring. Well, that was technically a home game too. Yeah, so. exactly. That's right. So, and Suncorps, you know, yeah, we've had some some success there over the years. But 
yeah, we have not won away from home this week and um and this year. Um, then again, we can't can't really win at home too often either. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I have a feeling this one will be a high scoring game. It usually is when we play the Bunnies because they're sort of they're similar. They love to throw it around and attack, and we love to throw it around and attack and. Sort of the de- de- defense goes out the window almost when we play each other. So, um, yeah, it might be a b- battle of who scores more, and hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> still like the battle of who scores more, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like a Laurie Daly comment. <laughs> the team that scores the most points wins the game. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just welcome Brayton Astor onto the show. Bad luck, Titans debut. Yeah, I'm available. Fox Sports. I'll send through my resume if you're interested. But uh, yeah, I think the team who concedes the least will probably win the game too. So <laughs> I reckon that's a finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never know with the Titans. I would find not, out. Not only, not only do you have to score the most. Yeah. Right? That's got, just not enough. Yeah, you, you also got, got to concede the least. Yeah, it's you know it's just simple. I, I know I'm you know. Justin, I'm, are you listening? I'm bringing it to light, but um, yeah, it's uh. You're hearing it more and more. Oh, you are. You are. It's, um, oh, I've got. Hang on, my phone's buzzing now. I think I don't know that that might be a. Uh, was Paul Crawley's brother? So I don't know. I'll have to ring him back later. But, um, <laughs> Are you are you going on the triple M to take over fucking Ganane, are you? Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, I might have to. <laughs> um, it's a couple of opportunities, mate. I don't want to talk until they come true, but um Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, if you don't laugh, you cry at the moment. So um but yeah, no doubt. We'll uh it, it'll be a high scoring one. I wouldn't yeah, it'll at least be sort of forty, fifty points scored between us. So Oh, what well, this time this game last year was the uh what we were leading twenty four four at half time or something we scored that remember that that belter on the on the half time siren where we were caught on our own line and Ash Taylor threw a big cutout to call oh, yeah. something and he stepped like six guys and then gave it to Ash and then he set up Fogarty and ah oh, it's good try so. And then, yeah, and then that's then, where the fun ended. Yeah, and the hat-trick to Fafida, and then, yeah, sort of the fun stopped the second half as usual. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Just, just on that too, like, um, <clears throat> just now that you mentioned it's a good little segue, um, like, surely now, after this weekend's round of football, the whole foggy nut-hugging, he would have saved the Titans season, what are you doing, can, can finish? like. Surely, he's not good. the The amount of Raiders fans I've seen on Twitter saying that he's a waste of a team spot, like, oh, they are not happy. They and and they, no doubt, they aren't. Like, he, uh, I turned it on. I missed the first first sort of start of the game, but turned it on, and Fogarty's raced up out of the line, and the Roosters scored to sort of get back in the game, like. And it's it, it just the same old thing, you know, as we were seeing last year. Fifth tackle, let's put a midfield bomb up. Next set, midfield bomb. Like, yeah. 
there's just no variety to the bloke. And as I said, you know, good guy and, you know, loved him being part of the club, but it's sort of making me hate the bloke, which is unfair for him, but it's making me hate the bloke, the, the way the media and all these Twitter characters are carrying on that, yeah, if we had him, this stuff wouldn't be happening. Like, no, and like, and as I said, you know, I, I got into a thread with um, Braden uh, on Twitter, and, and and it's just like he was our halfback last year when we did the same thing. We lost to the Broncos after being up. We lost to the yep. Bunnies after being up. We lost to Manly after being up. Like we we lost to fucking um, the Roosters twice by a point. Like yep. you know. The, He's not like everyone's going. Oh, he's experienced. Experienced. He's got forty games. AJ's yeah. played more games. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It, I just I don't understand. And uh, you know, like the the fact that the Titans just gave him up without even trying to to um, to negotiate with the Raiders just goes to show how much they actually thought of him or how much they valued him. And I know they had him as captain at the yeah. start, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like the future's with Toby and, and, and AJ, but and obviously Kieran Fulham. But um, yeah, uh, just can you just stop, please? It's, if you're one of those, if you're one of those like foggy people, can you just stop? Just give it up. It's not anything. You like you look bad. He's bad, and you look bad. Yeah, people are acting as if he's like prime Cooper Cronk, like yeah. It's like it's like he, he got released from the Titans and and turned into Cooper Cronk and, yeah. and everyone's like I can't believe you let him go. I'd I'd love to see the stats on this. I actually would not be surprised if Toby Sexton has more repeat sets than Foggs did last year. Like Foggy wasn't the guy that you know we were talking about earlier get repeat sets and fourth tackle no. to sort of turn the def- the momentum around. That, that, was that not- wasn't us last year. No, he was literally a stopgap where, you know, part you know the hooker would pass to him and he'd pass it to the outside. Like, the last year was not Fogarty dominating. That's not the reason we made the finals. The reason we wow. made the finals is pretty much we had prime Dave Fafita. Yeah, Dave Fafita just sort of put everyone else on his buddy's shoulders and you know, scored scored miraculous tries and. You know, sort of, we just scraped through in a couple of games through that effort from him. So there was no game really I can remember, which shows how important Fogarty was to us. I, there's no game where I can remember him having a stamp on the game that, you know, won us the game. It, it, there's not one time I can remember him. Oh, that. I can't remember a single thing he's done. Like, yeah, exactly. I think I think yeah. the only time was twenty twenty, his first sort of season, you know, in the number seven jersey. I think we played Penrith, and he he was sort of kicking down ground really good, and but we still lost that game, and that was what two years ago, three years ago now. Like, it's it's I don't know. It, it baffles me, and it's I think it's one of those things where. People don't really watch the Titans and they comment on it like they are regular watchers. Like, just, yeah, as you said, give it up. This guy's not Jonathan Thurston in his prime. He was, you know, 
in all realistic sense, and I've seen Raiders fan talk about this too, like Schneider should probably be in the team ahead of him. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. I, like I went on absolute, like, I retweet spree on Twitter um, post that game. And just like I, I, like the, the amount of vitriol that the Fogarty was getting from um, from uh, from Freighters fans, and, and and you know he was getting his nut huggers too. I think it was um, Peter Peter Basalis or whatever his name is. Um, oh yep, Pasoltis, yep. Salty, he um, he um, he can't stop fucking riding his dick. But oh. um, yeah, he um, he. Um, yeah, I mean, like just just the absolute <laughs> the crap that he was getting on online it was it was just sipping tea. Hate to see it. Yeah, and I think most of the most of the smart um, sort of you know regular okay. crowd on Twitter. That... I've, got, I've got I've got the stats up here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so Toby Sexton has nineteen force dropouts this year. Yep. How many does Jamal Fogarty have from last year? I'll go seven or eight. He's got 11. 11. Right. There you go. And what we're only halfway through the season. 21 games played. In a team that's coming 15th versus probably Jamal was, you know, a team that was most of the year at least eight. Jamal played 21 games um, last year. Wow. Um, he won. He was on. So what? What are we? We won ten and fourteen. So we were ten and fourteen last year. He won seven and lost fourteen. Yep. So the three wins. <laughs> but our three wins came in. So we were like we we won thirty three percent of our wins um, without him. <laughs> wow. But but wait, that doesn't that doesn't line up with the agenda, mate. That we can't. We can't win without Jamal Fogarty. Yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's, who would have thought, huh? But he's but the experience. <laughs> experience. Oh, and I can't believe it. Like you said, 42 games or whatever he's played. And whenever I fire back at Fogarty Dick Riders about that, they you know, they say about oh how Q Cup games count as well. Well No, they don't. They they don't. Like all respect to Q Cup players, I think even they would agree that. Yeah, Q Cup's not the NRL, and if so, if that was the case, like some of these, you know, Central Queensland Capras players or whatnot that sit in Q Cup their whole career, like that, they must be able to come in the NRL and dominate. Like, I I don't know where that argument lines up. Like, you know, it's just experience isn't just because he's a you know what's he twenty six or so, twenty seven, like. That doesn't yeah. mean you're experienced. Experience is, you know, the guys like Cronk, like Thurston, like Benji Marshall that have played 300-odd NRL games, like that's experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, you know, we'll see the Kieran Foran signing. As we've said, I, I don't know about it. I, I don't know if it makes much sense the longer it goes on. But, um, yeah, worst comes to worst, let's just hope he's, he can at least teach Toby a few things, and yeah, I think it, hopefully it's just a bit more about game management. And yeah, so just just say Toby's played seventeen games in his career, including last year, and he has the same amount of force dropouts over his entire career uh, than than um, 
send him off already. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, at least I'm glad that people are seeing it now that he's actually on the field for Canberra. Yeah. Because yeah. before he was injured, it was even worse. Like everyone was saying. Oh. Whereas I think now some people are realizing, well, shit, maybe it's not Fogarty after all. Yeah. Maybe he's not the chosen one. So oh, I don't know. Uh, just, yeah. Hopefully it gets quieter and quieter, but you have no doubt there's going to be the journalists and and Twitter mob. Uh, and, and, and a lot of that too is, is, is it's, it's an agenda too. Like it's the anti-Mal, anti-Holbrook, anti-Gold Coast agenda that they all love to fucking um, to push. So, you know, we're going to cop it no matter what. And if any angle they can get to push, push it, an agenda is, is what it is. Like. Yeah, exactly. So, and all, you know, all those Twitter dick writers that, that are that are out there, you know, trying to, you know, they'll just use anything to to, to shit on the Titans because yeah. they're just miserable fucks. Um, and and so, like, you know, they'll just use that because it's easy. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'd love, I'd love to just for it to be as easy as that. Is that, you know, we were wrong to let Fogarty go, and that's why we're so terrible. I'd love that if that was the only reason that we were shit, but. Yeah, people need to just stop looking for the easy answer and the the wrong answer, and instead look at other things and that are going wrong for us. It that explains why we're bad. It's not to, anything to do with Fogarty. So no. yeah, but um, yeah, pretty much to to bring it back to the game. You heard it here first, folks. My betting advice for the week. The team who scores the most and concedes the least will win the game. Put your house on it. That that's probably going to be the episode title somehow. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, put your house on it. It's done. <laughs> Titans to score the most and rabbits to concede the most. Now they're back in business. Okay, Anthony, have you got any Twitter questions for us? Yep, yep, the questions are popping off this week. So, um, yeah, thanks to everyone that, that sent one in. Um, again, it's it's good every week, you know. Some of us, some of them bring us to tears, you know, the banter, but um, no, it's it, it's good to, you know, have things to discuss. And, um, yeah, all the Titans fans, um, yeah, trying to look for answers from us blokes. So, um yeah, we'll start from um, Trent. Uh, well, I suppose actually we'll, we'll leave the origin questions to last. We'll start with a Titans question um, from Luke. Uh, he's a first time he's asked a question. So thanks for tuning in, Luke. Good day, Luke. Yeah, at Luke72819955. Uh, what player would you bring back from any previous Titans team to fix the current mess we're in? Um, so what we like, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, like, I mean, you, you, it depends on what you what you're trying to what you're trying to do, and 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 we either need one a game manager or two a a just a hard head in the in the forwards that that can get it done. Um, that they're just not afraid of putting their head down and working and, and just doing the hard yards. So for me, it's either take your pick out out of um, Luke Bailey or or Scott Prince. Um, it's it's either one of those two. 
and I, I can't like, yeah. I, I mean, that's Luke Bailey in this forward pack just to teach these kids how to how to actually go about your work and fucking do the hard yards and 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 roll your sleeves up would be just a phenomenal experience for them, and and they really miss that sort of stuff. Yeah, hundred and ten percent. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Scott Prince, Luke Bailey, they'd be the obvious choices. Like, you know, Prince's kicking game and just knowing how to get get a team around the field, that would be really handy. But at the same time, as you said, Luke Bailey didn't he didn't take no shit. Like he would just he would just get the the, the dogs work done and yeah, just, yeah, it's just a real, real hard ass, as you said. So, um, so think, yep. So, so I think about it, but like choosing Scott Prince is like uh, for as good as he was in attack and game management, he was an ad, like he wasn't even a speed bump. Like he didn't even slow players down. He was just yeah. he was just an open door in defense. So and and that's like you know if we're going to break it down, that's we definitely don't need more of that. No, so I'd be I'd be definitely leaning more towards um, Luke Bailey than anyone else. Yeah, good call. That's that's true. Yeah, I loved Princey, but uh, it's true. He, he definitely not the defensive hard hard nut that we need. So yeah, even you know, even Nathan Friend just to have a a yep. competent hooker. Just yeah, that's a good shout. Anyone, you know, and he he was the same. Like he, you know, he didn't take any crap, and he. He hit hard in defence, so and he he, the, uh, he went straight to Brickland straight after footy. Like that's and how yep. much of like what a machine. Yep, yep. That just shows what sort of attitude and and yeah, yeah how tough the bastard is. Like he's just yeah, he's so, so underrated for us during those good years. Like he just yeah, he was just an absolute legend of a bloke, and you know. Truth be told, I think he's he's still into his bloody fitness and stuff now. He's probably be, probably be better than any of the hookers we have on the books at the moment. So, um, yeah, so no, that definitely, uh, yeah, I think probably, yeah, I'd lean towards yeah Bailey or or friends. So um, maybe Bo Falloon at a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Only joking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll go to our next question uh, from our mate Callum, the the uh, guest superstar from last week. Uh, what are the odds on me dragging my sorry ass to the South game, full of false hope? A hundred and one. I mean, sorry, dollar dollar one. Dollar and one. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know why the bloke just loves pain. I think he just, um, you know, we were trying to convince him not to go to the Cowboys game. And uh, word, uh, word on the street is he goes he goes straight from the um, straight from the Titans game, and he goes straight down to the mistress the, the the mistress in the in uh, bundle, and gets chained up, and he gets his balls whipped <laughs> to death in a It's just to finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very strong rumor. I've actually heard myself too. From, yeah, but yeah. you hear it more and more. Yeah, it's even spreading around like wildfire here in Bundy. So I think. Um, yeah, I don't know why he does it to himself. I don't know why you do it, mate. Hey, man, I'm not, I'm not king shaming. Like, we're all into what we do. So, you know, bud, like, you keep doing you, man. We love you. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, no, keep, uh, keep, uh, spending your Saturday nights how you do it, mate. We, uh, we love you for it. So, and, uh, 
someone's got to do it, I suppose. Someone's got to do the dirty work and go to the game. So, um, but no, it's uh, we'll we'll get to the talk two nights away from it. State of Origin. There's a couple of questions, obviously, coming in. Our only hope of a victory. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, no matter, uh, and the beauty of it is, like half of our fan base is going to celebrate a win. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, there's a, there's a lot in either section. In fact, sometimes it seems like it's nearly probably stronger for the Blues. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's that time of year. I love it. Um, I, I think the reason I love it, and probably we're all sort of the same as Titans fans. As you said, it's our only really strong hope for a, for a victory in a long time. So, um, yeah, it's looking forward to it. But we got a couple of questions. Um, our good mate, the Warriors NRL fanatics, he's um, Paul Bugger's going through pretty much what we're going through at the moment with the way the Warriors is going. Um, but he goes state of origin game one predictions from us boys. Um, so I've, I've got, uh, I've, I've been sort of thinking about this, this all week and, um, just, just sort of trying to take it with, you know, level head and, and just looking at the, at the team list, you know, one, one through 17 and, and looking at form and, 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 you know, as a Queenslander, it's kind of hard for me to, to, to say this, but I can't see anything other than 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 a you know a 30 point victory to Queensland. So yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't see any way in any world where Queensland lose. That's, that's the way. And you know, I think Tommy agreed. I think from what we, we Tommy was one like I'm pretty sure he said in the in the group chat that he was one hundred percent backing He's putting hundreds of dollars on Queensland to win. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the word on the street. Tommy's the most you know blues man there is, but he even he said it's hard to imagine Queensland not winning thirteen plus. Like yeah, it's uh you know and that that just shows New South Wales fans maybe a little bit scared, a little bit worried at the moment. So um, but, in, all, in all seriousness, though, like I yeah. mean, and Queensland have a um a very um a very um, recent habit of, of getting their debutants to score. So if I was a betting man, uh, if I was that way inclined, which which I kind of am, I would be putting several dollars on Selwyn Cobbo to either score first try or to score at least a try um, in this game. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, if if all of our, both of our wingers um, score multiple tries. Yeah. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, just, I, I really like the look of our side, like all seriousness, like, you know, you go back, well, what, two years ago, it was the worst Queensland side in history. Even last year, I thought, well, Shit, like we, we didn't have a center. We had Kurt Capel bloody playing center. We had a lot of holes in our team where you thought, like, how did Queensland come back from this? Like, yeah. you know, but then a game three win last year, um, which sort of, yeah, that was good to avoid the whitewash. And then you fast forward to this year, and like, I, I love the team. Like, yeah, you know, I think 
the, the Valent, Valentine has reinvented himself in center. Has. He, just, he looks, he, he's a different player. Yeah. Um, Cobo is, is just the hype train at the moment. I hope he doesn't sort of get the merits about him. Yeah. Um, but like, the, the only, my only question mark with the Queensland side is Daly as, as the halfback. Yeah. Um, I would much rather see Ben Hunt in the halves. Um, and and daily come off the bench, or or you know even even um yeah daily come off the bench with Harry Grant playing eighty at the hooker. Yep. But in saying that, I think we're probably a little bit light on the bench. That's probably where we're going to be where we're going to struggle. But I think our one to one to thirteen is is pretty um pretty rock solid, and they're in pretty good form. So. We'll see. Yeah, 100%. It's, yeah, like Ruben Cotter. When I when I sort of heard that he got the 13 jersey, I, I think, you know, my, my love for Tino, I was sort of like, you know, that's disgusting, like Cotter at 13, really. But looking at it now, like, and Tino props perfect and Cotter's that, you know, he's just been ripping and tearing the bloke. And, yeah. you know, he's got I that. I think Tino prop is, is great. And it doesn't change him at all. No. That's right. And, and that, I mean, it gets him up against Payne Haas. Like him and Payne, I guess that battle going again. And yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a, I think the only, yeah, only weaknesses or, or changes I'd make is, um, yeah, I worry about Xavier Coates. His, his defense is, it's been terrible at, at Melbourne, let alone, you know, if he was still at, you know, yeah, last year Brisbane and stuff like that. But you know, he, he's been pretty pretty bad defensively at Melbourne, which are a defensive juggernaut. Um, so I wor- worry about him. I think marking up against Toto, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and then the only other one. No, I no, think- he'll be he'll be against. Um, won't, won't he play? Won't he be marking up against Tupo? He might be. I think they said he's playing right hand side. So yeah, you might be right. No, maybe yeah. okay. You might, you might. Oh no, he'd be. I think Coates is playing left side. Sorry. So yeah, you would be. You'd be right. I think they've moved Toto to the left side for New South Wales. So yeah, it should be Toto and Cobo going at it. So, but like um, as a Queenslander, I, I do like seeing Jack White in the centres. Oh, hundred uh, percent. And and I don't think Stags has been that great all year. He's only had what he had two good games where he. He dismantled. Um, uh, he dismantled fucking Momorowski yep. for, for the Roosters, and then um, what's his name from Sharks? Um, Talakai. So, yeah. Like, he's not even a centre anyway. So those have been his only two really good games. He got handled by Brian Kelly. Yeah. Um, for the most part of that game. So, uh, Gags Origin Gagai versus Katoni Stags. Look out, and then Valentine Holmes versus Jack White. Like that's just going to be a field day. So. Oh bloody oath! Yeah, I, I can't believe they they didn't go with Crichton at centre. But I mean, Crichton's on the bench though, so you don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's oh. weird, unless yeah, it's it's strange. It is very strange. So, um, and then yeah, the only other one, but I suppose it's worth a try. But uh, I probably would have had Jai Arrow instead of um, Nenai. But yeah, um, oh, I can understand it giving a young kid a go. And oh mate, and they're, and they're you know, the, the top four sides. So exactly. you've, got to pick, you've got to reward form. 
Yep, yeah, 100%. It's, uh, I don't see that he's going to let us down that horribly where he's going to have an absolute stinker. So, um, yeah, all, all seriousness, yeah, if it was at Suncorp, I think I'd be very confident of, you know, a big game from the Maroons. I think being at, you know, Sydney, maybe it might bring it back a little bit. It's a bit of a slower track. What um, what yeah. stadiums are cool? Where is that? Which one's that one? Is I that- think... I think that's ANZ Stadium. They've just ah, okay. named it. Um, so, yeah, I think ANZ this one, Perth next one, and then game three, the decider at Suncorp. So, or ho- hopefully the decider, or or hopefully it might just be a dead rubber. Who knows? So, yeah, it'll be a dead rubber. Yeah, you hope so. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go final predictions. Yeah, I'll go uh, Cobbo first try scorer, and I'll go Queensland by four. Yeah, I've got um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Cobo with two tries, um, Queensland by fourteen. Buddy, hope that comes through. Fingers yeah. crossed. But uh, yeah, and we just had Tommy send through a tweet. He just said Queensland by thirty. That's buddy. <laughs> and Jeremiah, 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 and I had to score a hat trick. So um, good on you, Tommy for being honest to the folks out here. So. Yeah, yeah no, it's good integrity. That's what we like, Tommy, and that's that's why we're the number one Titans podcast. That's the most downloaded, Titan, most downloaded Titans podcast in the world. So, that's right, yeah. yep. That's it. You can't argue with facts. So, um, I'd like to see Nano score a hat-trick from uh, from the bench. What, a, what, a, what an effort that would be. What a story. It, it'd definitely leave me with a, a bit of you know egg on me face. So. Is Lindsay Collins still playing? I didn't. I haven't even seen him all year. I can't believe he's been picked. Yeah, that, I thought that was a weird one. Yeah, it's sort of. I haven't even noticed him from the Chooks. Only when he, I think he nearly took Corey Thompson's head off when we played them. That's sort of the only time I've noticed him this year. Like he was, he was in devastating form last year before he did his knee. But considering like May's been in pretty good form too, it's a big, big call. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about dropping Mo. Like, I think even you know the biggest Titans haters were were a bit surprised that Mo got dropped. You know, I think he was starting prop last year. Yeah, and he was killing it. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't been in that bad a form where you deserve to lose your jersey. Like, I definitely would have had either him or Arrow there instead of instead of Collins. But ah, uh, you know. I suppose he's a bit of a tough nut. Professionalism from playing with the Chooks, but fingers crossed doesn't doesn't let us down. Yeah, um, maybe, mate. It's just you know, next man up. That's the Queensland way. Yeah, maybe exactly. Right. That's right. And um, just to keep it going with the Origin talk, uh, mate, good mate Trent, the manifester himself. Um, he says, "Will Ponga live up to the hype?" Is that just a in, in as in origin or is in yeah origin, I, think, like, I think yeah I think he mean I think he mean origin I think I don't think Bong has got that much origin hype to be honest no, no. there's not it's pretty hard to get origin hype like who was the last person that had massive origin hype was it like who was it like who who was the one that was like Great. maybe yeah <laughs> yeah that'd probably be the like, last one. Inglis and Falau, like just like they were pretty much the only ones that sort of I can't you know I can't wait for these two to be playing Origin and, and then they did and then they performed. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think 
the, the yeah, the only one that's going to have the most hype around them coming into Origin is Selwyn, and um, just yeah. I, I, in all seriousness, I, I hope he, he you know gets a couple of just a couple of settling runs at the start and and, and holds a ball, doesn't make an early error, and and, and can sort of you know um, absorb the pressure and 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 just you know get to that next level. If he can become the, if he can get to the next level, like Jesus. Scary thought. Very scary. Yeah, because it, it'll, like I said, it'll either hopefully not an early error that'll knock his confidence and he'll sort of be a bit scared the whole night. Um, but, yeah, he could come out, have a blinder and, yeah, go another step. Not that I want him to sort of for the Broncos, but, you know, if he, if he has a really good game, Origin 1, like, he'll grow from that and, and you know, the ego will get a good little boost from it. So hopefully Selwyn dominates. And, yeah, KP, I think, obviously hasn't been in the best form. He's been very quiet this year. But I think, yeah, being away from the Knights, he can sort of just focus on just playing footy. He doesn't have to be the, the number one guy to try and drag the Knights out of the, out of the shit. Um, and he always seems to play well for Queensland. So... Um, I think I think he'll be alright. He's he's usually pretty good in Origin, sort of linking up the backfield and setting up tries. So, yeah, fingers crossed. The uh, it, I think he'll go alright. Yeah. But um, yeah, that that's it for the questions this week. So um, yeah, as always, thank thank you very much, and um, send them in to us every well, usually Wednesday afternoon, but um, we we always post um whenever we want questions set in. So, um, yeah, just keep keep sending them in every week and, yeah, appreciate everyone, everyone watching and, yeah, giving us some stuff to talk about. Absolutely. What are you, what are you doing for, um, for Origin, mate? Are you doing anything special? No, no, nothing special. Um, just, just be at home. Uh, yeah, probably, probably the usual like everyone else does on Origin night, buddy. Get some pizza and, and watch the footy. So... Uh, yeah. Might be going to the decider in uh, or the the game three at Suncourt um, w- with some of the missus's friends, but um, yeah, yet yet to be confirmed. But for the first couple of origins, anyway, just um, yeah, just sitting at home, hopefully yeah. enjoying footy for once. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What about you, mate? Uh, no, I'll be I'll be up at work up in West Wyalong, so I'll, uh, I'm going to stay clear of the pubs because they get a bit rowdy. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just sitting at home and yeah, so home, couple 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 of rumbos and and uh, and yeah, watch watch the boys rip in. Yeah, shit, I'll be with you there. Yeah, couple of rumbos, couple of bundies. Oh, mate, I've I've found these um these new things called reef tip, and oh. um they're, they're like um. Like low calorie rum with um, like soda water and, and fruit, and that's fucking delicious. Yeah, yeah. Every can you buy helps support the Great Barrier Reef. So there you go, mate. Well, there you I'm go. Not, not only am I drinking delicious goodness, I'm, I'm helping the environment. So it's just, uh, it's just, it's all, you're a green it's all red. Pardon? You're a green thumb. Mate, yes, absolutely. Green thumb, red nose. <laughs> <laughs>
That's it. <laughs> <Good old man. laughs> there you go. I have, to, I have to keep an eye out in the bottle. I always look for that one. So yeah, uh, they've got two flavors. There's ones like um, ginger and lime, and the other ones, um, what is it, mango and coconut. So yeah, oh, it's, it's right. there you go. Yep. Oh, I'll have to uh, give it a go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. No, but um, yeah, no, reef tip. Happy for a sponsorship. Yep, that's it. Yeah, if you want to sponsor Bad Life Titans, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, love it. Uh, love Origin footy. And uh, honestly, we'd love kickoff to be at like 7.30 instead of 8.30. But oh, um, tell me about it. Yeah, I, I love how they say kickoff at 8 o'clock or 5 past 8. And then, you know, you're sitting there at like 20 past or half past and, you know, the game's only just kicking off. <laughs> what the hell? But yeah, um, yeah, no, it's always, always good fun. Okay, that'll just about do us for uh, episode 16 or whatever it is um, of Bad Life Titans. Uh, thank you for listening in. Tommy, hope you get better soon. And um, yeah, don't forget you can uh, follow us all on the socials, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the potty at Bad Life Titans. Uh, myself at Hammers H4MMERZ, at Anthony at GC underscore Anthony, and Tommy at Jetso underscore 10. Don't forget our good friend, the Biggest Tiger, and the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network. Get around them all. Once again, thanks for listening in. And if you're still sticking with us through this absolute dumpster fire of a year, we really appreciate it. Um, it's been good for us just to, to let it out on here and hopefully we can uh, share the pain and, and ease it with each other and wish it was better. And it's just going to make the good times even better. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just us Titans fans. We're just not many of us, but we just got to, yeah, stick together. And, I mean, we're used to it at this point, sticking strong and, and helping each other through these shit times. So, um, yeah, no, definitely thank you to those that are still still tuning in every week. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good week. Yep, thanks. Enjoy your footy. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.